And we're off. Uh, we have returned to simpler times. John, <laughs> have we not? Every um, moment is not full of wiry clutter. Where it is merely just you and me talking for yeah. the latest episode of Random Rankings. Well, well, sort of, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. This is episode... 29 i got it i got it wrong in the last one by the oh, way did you? did you listen no i think we said it i, <laughs> I mean i've had to listen to it but i don't fact I think, check it i think i said it was 27 it was in fact 28 so okay. this is number 29 so we're getting close to 30 episodes over the course of three years i have got a playlist for today you've got a playlist don't worry i'll just i'll just i'll go old school i'll hold it up to the mic. right okay just like the good old days yeah i as usual i have more time than than i need for anything well it's a sunday afternoon which is not usually our time usually we try and do friday evenings it yeah. is in the middle of winter, it is pissing down, and it is very cold. And we're, are you hungover? I'm I'm not, no, I'm not okay. hungover, because Tanya's been out uh, Friday and Saturday night, so I've been at home watching many, many episodes of Yellowstone. Have you seen it yet? No. What's it on? It is, that's a Stan one, isn't it? It is excellent. It's on Stan. Right. It is. It's the Kevin Costner one. We've been watching uh, Find My Agent, which is a French one, which is actually called Dipesant, which is 10% in France. It's, it's like, great. get a bit closer, because you're a little bit low. Oh, um, okay. It's like Sons of Anarchy, but we're cowboys. Oh, God. Does it, so so the first episode's all very positive, and then there's 86,000 episodes in a row where something's really bad, and they've got to oh, kind of get out of it every... Quite a lot of bad yeah, stuff happens. Oh, God. It's, it's, it's I mean, so it's, tiring. However, I have to say, and I don't know whether I've said this before on the podcast, but I love Kevin Costner. I always have. I just think he's excellent. Great actor. Do you, um, do you, do you watch... Uh, Dances with Wolves when you're alone for the evening. I haven't seen it for a while, but it is an. It's got its top movie. off a lot in that, mate. If it's you're an uh... excellent movie, he is. He's a he's a fine figure of a man. Right. Yeah. Is it, is it Mr. Brooks? Is the one I like of his? Oh yeah, Mr. Brooks. That's, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's really good as well. That's probably good as well. Uh, he's done loads of good stuff. I mean, obviously, Robin Hood is the probably the, possibly the exception, but that was a good romp. It's not as good as Men in Tights, though. I haven't seen Men in Tights. Have you not? No. That's that's magnificent. Robin Hood. The only good thing about Robin Hood was obviously the Brian Adams single, but uh, that was the only good thing. That paired it, was up it? with it, and uh, <laughs> Alan Rickman's performance as the as the sheriff of Nottingham. I was um, who was excellent. I was uh, well. He's good in everything. Um, he's not anymore. Uh, oh, well, well, no. <laughs> He was sorry, good sorry, Mrs. Rickman. Well, he was. I mean, he was. Uh, he, he was the best thing in um, Love Actually. He was the best thing. Um, was uh, oh, best thing in loads the, you, you know? Have you seen Galaxy Quest? Now, I did attempt to watch that a couple it's, of weeks it's, ago. It's, it's totally unwatchable, but excellent. Yeah, yeah. I've heard people rave about it. I probably wasn't in the right frame of mind. I switched it off after about 20 minutes. It's, it, so he, he, plays, he plays this character, which he absolutely hates, but it turns out to be the... And he's, he's, he's a an pro, actor. He's a proper thespian yeah, actor. Right. Yeah, that's and right. He ends up being known for this one thing. And he yeah. has to but by grab force hammer or some, something. It's just yeah. absolutely... It's, it's great. And he plays it. With such disdain, it's excellent. I was I was looking at um, uh, just saying I've brought up, bring up Spotify. You know you've had a good night when the last thing played was an Ibiza Classics so. um, is playlist. That you, is that when you texted me last night? Yeah, I was. Um, that that tune that you sent me, not the last one. Do you remember the the, the horrific one? The drum and bass one. It wasn't really drum and bass. It was kind of it was a bit ravey. It, it's um, it's phenomenal. Uh, no, what, I didn't. What was the other thing? I the last one was Chromio. That was really good. Oh, it's good. They're they're excellent. I think you've mentioned them before. Yeah, it's it's it's, it's lightweight fluff. It's great. Mm. So we this talk, week, let's talk about what we're doing. Yeah. So um, how would, do you want to do? You want to set it up? Um, it was your uh, idea, so yeah, yeah, sure. Um, what are we doing, John? Uh, we're doing life lessons. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Or learnings. Yeah, yeah. Can, can, okay. I, can I get learnings off my chest before we start? So this is advice you would have given to your younger self. Well, I'm going to start with some advice I'm going to give to everyone else in the world. If you use the term learnings, mm -hmm. you are an absolute fucking idiot. <laughs> Uh, key learnings. Key learnings, particularly. Leaning into the key learnings. No, no, no. It's just learnings. Just yeah, yeah. Le I know, leaning in. You can lean in all you like, but learnings. You can't pluralize verbs. One of my clients. Said, oh, I've got, excuse me. While I do some breathings. Won't be a minute. One of my clients that I did a recent project with um, used to say that we should lean into that quite a lot, and I was just like, I don't even know what that means. Um, or just sort of like nudge. <laughs> just nudge you. Well, that's hugging now, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, quite. Um, yeah, so, so not learnings. No. Definitely. In fact, if we're going to name this, can we just call it definitely not learnings? But life lessons, but but framed as advice you would have given to your younger self. Is that so, right? So uh, someone was talking... I hope uh, so, because that's the way I, uh, so yeah, I, I yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, so advice you would give yourself. Either things that have worked for you or things you wish you'd done. Right. Mine's more the, the former than the yeah, latter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is no, which, the latter than the former. Which is which is fine. Um, you know, I was saying this the other day that you know the right answer to this, of course, is um, you know buy uh, Bitcoin when it was ten cents. Mm -hmm. That's the right answer to, to all of these questions, or yeah. you know whatever. But but not that sort of thing. Okay. Um, yeah. Someone was asking the other day. You know, it was like, well, what would? I've told you this before. I have this recurring dream where I wake up and I'm 16 again, but I can play. Are you naked? Uh, no, no. Uh, I, I wake up and I'm late from one of my finals at university and I'm invariably I'm naked. Oh, um, there's, yeah, that's, that's, um, there's actually something for that. You know, there's, there's <laughs> trousers. Um, no, there's, um, the, you know, they have these interpretive dreams. So if your teeth crumble in dreams, it's because yeah. you're worried about money. Yeah. Oddly. I, I, su I suspect it, it, also if you're me, it means you're worried about going to the dentist in Yorkshire. but um, Yeah, I've just re-signed the mortgage, so I'm probably due one of those pretty soon. Oh, the, the teeth crumbling thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah probably. Yeah, yeah. probably. Yeah. Um, but apparently not having, being late for things, not having clothes on, and particularly a combination of the two is, is something specific. I can't remember what it is. So great story. Great story. Good. We've done well. Um, there's, a, there's a start, a middle, but not an end. Yeah. Um, we should say, because it's, it's Sunday afternoon and it's the middle of winter, it is absolutely pissing down. It's so down, I'm hoping... You guys I, I had an umbrella okay. when I set off, and I now have a collection of metal You've twigs. Sort of spiky sort of metal it's, it's, frame thing. I can't use that. I, I, would, I would blind myself if I tried to use that again. So anyway, how are we going to start this? So I've got five. Have you got five? I've got four, but that, that's okay. That's yeah, four. Fine. Well, I, I better start then. Um, well, I suppose... Because if you start, I'd love to do two at the end together. Two into one. And, I, and I've just got notes, and I've got... I've got it's like cue cards. You, I've got you, cue cards. You've not written a dissertation. No, no, I haven't. I've just got cue cards. Do you want me, should, should we just sit here in silence for 40 minutes and then I'll give you a score at the end? No, that's fine. Okay. Well, look, look, I think you should, you should probably, well, you usually do go first. So I think you should go first. Well, it means I can go first and last if you've only got four. That, that, well, that's okay. Which is magnificent. That's okay. That's all I, right. I, yeah, okay. Um, okay, so off you go. How so are you going to start this? Well, I'm going to start with some music. Mm-hmm. So uh, we weren't going to do music until literally. So we're not doing a music one, but you're going to play music. We're not doing music, but I'm going to just hold my thing to the mic and, and, and play some music. Um, Go. Here we go. I don't know if this will work. Put it a bit closer, John. Okay. I can't believe you don't know who this is. I didn't either until yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> right. So you're just going to play stuff that you discovered yesterday, which has had no relevance <laughs> to this podcast. All your crying gets me down. Go to 
And what is okay. what is that song? It's called Cheer Up. Cheer Up. Okay. So is this, are, you, are you... Life lesson number one, cheer the fuck up. Cheer up. Okay. Okay. No, no, Jeffrey, the, the swearing. Is this I'm directed like... at me? No, it's me. Okay. This is for oh. myself. My 16-year-old self. Okay. Were this... you quite miserable as a 16-year-old? No, no, no. No, but the thing is... I mean, I was brought up in Yorkshire. I am a product of my environment, and we are not known. Actually, that's hail now. Just like it's not it. hail. It sounds like hail. It's not anyway, hail. It's just um, <coughs> we're not known for our cheeriness that, as, as Yorkshire folk. But you weren't and very it, old when you left the north, though. Were no, you? I know, but it has kind of. I think because you know all of my, all the, all the people around me, all my aunts and my uncles and my grandma and granddad, they're all wingers. Um but but in that sort of Yorkshire way where it's kind of it's sort of like positive whinging. Yeah. But it has carried and I don't know if that's the reason or, or maybe it's just genetic or maybe I'm just a miserable bastard. But but been been looking at the downside of things has carried through my life. And if I could change one thing about myself, I'd go back to when I was young and impressionable and tweak something so that I wasn't you know, I didn't always see the downside in things, right? So because you, know, you, didn't, you didn't have a bad life, did you, growing up? No, not at all. Yeah, I mean, I didn't, get, class, I didn't get. I didn't get. No, no, no. We were we were definitely working class when I was brought up. We, we were middle class later on when we moved south. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's but only. That, well, that's the geography of the UK. <laughs> well, well, yeah. But we were we were no, we were properly properly poor. All hand me down clothes and everything else. So um, oh, yeah, no, we were. Um, but then you know, dad was uh, an engineer. And then when he became when we went south, things got immeasurably better. Oh, um, so he was an engineer initially. Yeah. I didn't know that. I thought he was always in sort of... No, he became a management consultant for an engineering right. company. Right, 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 right. And from then went on to do, you know, many, many things. Sort of um, stuff, didn't he? Yeah, putting companies together towards, towards the end, which was yeah, uh, right. fascinating. Um, but I've always had this... So, I, you know, I over-insure everything. I check the door twice. You know, oh, it, I know that. John. You know, I, I, I'm, I always look at what could go wrong. And whenever I put something down, I'm like, you know, well, that could get knocked over there. Right, and it's inherent in everything I do, and I don't know what it is, but it's deep in the fibre of my being. Is I worry about what could go wrong all the time on everything. What do you do for a job? Uh, well, I'm a project manager. So uh, <laughs> look, let's be honest. You're probably quite good at it. I'm. I'm. Well, what's interesting now is I've been very good at delivering things. Now, when I'm responsible for getting them off the ground, I'm not very good at that. Right. So I'm good at looking after my team. We'll come to that later. Um, I'm good at looking at what could possibly be wrong and making sure that, that nothing goes wrong. Yeah. So I kind of succeed by default yeah. rather than... But my, uh, my new boss uh, has told me I need to have a, you know, um, a solution mindset, which is, I think, his way of saying, you know, just don't look at everything that could go wrong every time I give you something. Just go, <laughs> well, fuck it, I'll, fi I'll find a way of getting it done. But it, it is, you know, and I, I genuinely envy people who are just much more relaxed and can see... You know. So I, I, I reckon Bedge, for instance, is the gold standard for how I'd like to be able to approach life. So We're, Chris Bedgood joined yeah. us for the episode about kids' TV, and he didn't say anything because he was half asleep, but that, that's beside the point. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, he is very chill, and he's done very well for himself. And you know what? Every time something pisses him off, every time something isn't working, he doesn't get upset about it, he doesn't get... Down. He might he do a Facebook rant. It, it, He's pretty good at yeah, that. Yeah, he, 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 he has a, right, screw this, and then moves on. And, and he always, th he, uh, he's one of those guys who always thinks everything will work out. Yeah. And you know what? It does. Yeah. It doesn't always. Yeah, yeah. But pretty much it always, you know, it, 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 it mostly works out. Whereas I always worry about what could go wrong. And most of the time it goes right anyway. 
So I spend all this unnecessary time. You know, I, I can't tell you how many times I get into bed and then go back downstairs to t- check if the gas is off. Do you, you consider know. yourself lucky? Uh, like you know, born under a lucky sign, or uh, no? I, know, I, 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 I think Chris is is a, is born under a lucky sign um, in some respects. But the, you know what? The other thing is, I've realised a lot of it is quite self-delivering. So if you are a happy-go-lucky, everything's good, everything positive thing, everyone wants to everyone wants to make things work for you. Right. right. If if you are you know a bit of a grumpy northern git who is always worried about whether something's going to be late or you know did Leeds going out to the Premiership did that cheer you up? They did. Do you, do you know what? Okay. I, and look, I, I I accept completely that people are going to say I'm fair weather fair. You totally are. Because I kind of am. Yeah. Because what would happen? Because it's defensive. Hmm. Following Leeds is, is is you know is is a but terrible it's a, right. a terrible aff- affliction. It's the same in Newcastle. I haven't paid attention to Newcastle for years because they're rubbish. No interest, no interest, no interest. And I get to be about ten weeks from the end of the season, and I'll have a little peek. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 And if they're in like you know twelfth position, I'll be like, ooh, they're going to let me ooh. down again this year. <laughs> <laughs> another, <laughs> they're going to get close. <laughs> they're going to yeah, get yeah. close, and it's all going to go horribly wrong. Yeah. But th- that's um. Yeah, I mean that's that's Lee's for you, but I mean that, that's. Uh, but I accept I'm a fair weather fair weather fan, but in you no, know, just in general terms, you know. Um, cheer up! You would have gone back to your 16 year olds and yeah. said, "For fuck's sake, cheer up!" No, no, not not so much cheer up. Just don't worry so much about everything because yeah. the chances are things will go wrong. But you worrying about them is going to make a fucking. It's not going to make any difference. Not going to blind bit of difference. Um, and you know what? As I say, I'm, I've everything I've got is insured to the bloody hill. I hardly ever claim on insurance, you yeah, know, yeah. Uh, because you never, you never do, because things hardly ever go wrong, which is why insurance companies are incredibly well off. And do you think there are people, let's just, let's talk about insurance for a millisecond. Oh, yeah. Do you Great think there's podcasting. people that are in our, our group that don't insure their, their house, uh, their car? When, when we bought the, um, uh, the investment place, yeah. because it was the middle of COVID, they couldn't write a new. You weren't allowed to write any new policies for landlords' insurance, so we're not insured. And wow. you know what? It's like a little frisson of excitement for me now. But, I've got something that's not insured. But it, but <laughs> it's, is it causing you some concern? Um, well, I'm, I'm almost treating it as maybe a case study as to maybe I can just <laughs> relax a little bit. <laughs> Chances are it'll be fine. Oh, that's hilarious. Whereas you know, no, the, the, the house is. Um, Mate, we keep receipts, and I've got photocopy. I've got my bloody photos backed up on two hard drives, and it's it's pathetic. It really is. So yeah, I, I, so it's not so much be happier, just be less fucking stressed about what could possibly go wrong. <laughs> I, I, I do accept that a lot of this is also to do. I was okay until I got to London. I got broken into a few times. I had my car broken into and everything else. So that obsession about protecting stuff is definitely. To do with well, once, you, once you've come home and your stuff's been ransacked through, you never quite view your house the same way, right? Well, anybody that's sort of lived in London can blame most of their life on London, right? Mm. It's kind of, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a God-given right. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, all, everything is wrong because of being there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, my, my sort of, not so much the last few years, but, you know, my proclivity to staying out for a sort of one to two days yeah. was due to London. Yes, <laughs> and and obviously something within my personality, but you know, but, but, I mean, London's that, very good at that. Yeah, it is. <laughs> it is. It will find it find your all your weaknesses and exploit them. Mm. Um, but there there's always something to do in London. So that's the first, the first thing. If I could go back and change anything that I think will make the most difference in my life, if we go back and just say not so much. I mean, yeah, just 
don't worry so much. Cheer up. It's fine. I think I've been a bit more literal than you, but I think that's okay. I, I would probably, by, by the way, be much worse at my job. Yeah, no, I would. But, I, but if, if, if I wasn't always looking for downside, but... Okay. So there we go. My, my, so one. I'll tell you what my cue cards say, and then I'll give you some, some context. The f- just tell me the first one, otherwise it's going to be a very short night. Music shop. That's my first life lesson. Music shop. Right, so... Um, so when I left university, I did my summer in the Isle of Arran working in that restaurant and then like everybody else i moved to london yep and i got a 2-2 right which is a desmond it's a desmond it's it's not going to get you into any graduate schemes or anything like that because it's 2-1 or a first right yeah which is fine i never really thought i was going to get never never hire anyone who's got a first if you hire anyone who's got a first in anything it means they had no friends i didn't you get first no i didn't i I missed i missed out by a fraction of first no a fraction of a percent so um, I'm not in any way bitter at all, honest. So when I first got to London, <laughs> how could you? How all dare I wanted you? to do was do something in music. So anybody that listens to this podcast, that which is invariably about music, knows that both well both of us have a love for music. So yep. whether that is listening, seeing it live, playing music in your case, you know, it's a it's a hobby, it's a passion for me, pretty much for you as well. Um, and there was this chain of second-hand music shops in London, uh, mostly around sort of Notting Hill. Um, what's the, where's the markets? Camden. No, 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 no. Where are the markets in sort of near Notting Hill? Oh, um, uh, Labrick Grove. Labrick Grove, yeah. Yeah, so there's a, there was a, I don't even remember the name of them. I, did, I nearly did Not Rough Trade. It. No, it's not Rough Trade. That's, that's in the West End. Um, oh, oh, I'm sorry. But there is a, <laughs> there is a chain of second-hand yeah. shop, proper, you know, real muso record shops. Yes. Um, and I went for an interview there to work. Oh, fantastic. To work in the record shop. Yeah. As in just to work behind the counter, helping people buy music. And I was just like, if I got that job, it would just be, I, I don't know what would have happened. Um, and part of the interview process was a massive music quiz, like a 50 question music quiz, multiple choice. I thought the only question you need to be able to answer in those is, can you put on Dry the Rain and sell eight copies of <laughs> the three EPs? Watch me. <laughs> um, and I didn't, I didn't what, even get what, part. I didn't, what was that, Phil? Uh, it was uh, High Fidelity. High Fidelity, that's right. That's um, great. And I didn't even get, I, I didn't even get past the, the quiz. Oh, you would now? No, no, I probably would. But there was everything. Like, it was jazz, bloody, well, lots of jazz. Um, the answer is Thelonious Monk. So the answer is always Thelonious Monk. So the life lesson to my, to my younger self would have been, even though you didn't get past, you should have tried again. And you should have kept going to get a job in that shop or something, something similar, because who knows where I would have ended up. Just try again. You can get it if you really want. <laughs> Who's that by? Jimmy Cliff. Um, so you go. How can you not know that? Music. Oh, I probably would have got it. It's always, again, it's always Jimmy Cliff or Toots. So I've never ended up in a music-related job, which I have some... No, it's not regrets. just like, oh, what could have been? And the closest thing that ever came to me doing something related to music was when I worked at Foxtel, because yep. it was TV, music, films, and it was wonderful, and I loved it. Uh, so I would have said to myself, just go back. 
Try again. I, I can see you representing bands or something like that. Somebody, I, I, somebody said that to me before. I, yeah, I can see you doing that. It's too late, though. It's not too late. It's never too late, Jamie. It is, it is too late. But it doesn't matter. But I'm not unhappy about that. It is just what it is. Uh, yeah, I mean... I don't know. Look, I've, I've said this before, but the only job I really genuinely got was excited to get up and go to in my life was my first one. Because yeah, I, yeah. I worked for this awesome guy and everyone else there was awesome and it was all new and it was all very exciting there was oh, a yeah, lot he tr- loved music didn't he and i he was he, he bought he bought a cd shop mm. so he so he could get his cds which was importing anyway cheaper yeah, yeah. um he still does he, he does um uh a podcast as well does he um yeah or, or no yeah he does um but we should try and do a link up <laughs> like a zoom i haven't spoken i'd be really embarrassed i haven't spoken to him in a decade have it's you all, listened that's, to his podcast that's terrible I'll, uh, I'll, I'll send you details yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, All right. So there you go. That's my first one. Music mate, that's, shop. that's excellent. So it's a good one. stick with the music shop thing. Should have done, but I didn't. So I'll, if I have a few more beers, I'll probably have a bit of a cry later. You, um, you, you could have ended up, um, uh, you know, getting, um, uh, what's his name, come and visit you and go jar to everyone on the... Um, uh, oh, um, what's his name? Oh, what is his name? <laughs> this is Again, great. good Perry. Good story. Good story. Yeah, Lee Scratch Perry. Lee Scratch Perry. That story. Oh God, I, rest, I wish I could remember the rest of it. But who, who was it who actually picked him up? I don't know. It was, it was one of the lads we used to go to um, the festivals with, and he was telling me about how he had to go and pick Lee Scratch Perry up from the airport, and he wouldn't go on a cab, so we had to get, get the tube. That's right. And he kept going up to people, and going, "Yeah, you know, smoking." Christians, mates. Yeah. Probably. Anyway. So there you go, music shop. Excellent. I like that. Go for it. That's good. Over to you. Number two. Uh, again, point, points are awarded for name songs. It, it's all about the lyrics of the song. It'll yeah. happen eventually. Playing songs that I Good. can't even add anything to. JJ Kale. JJ Kale. Okay. Traveling Light. Right. Traveling Light. Is, yeah. that a, is that a hint as to what you're going to talk about? Second second lesson. Travel light. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you so, only just worked out how this works? So, so um, did you just put into your, your streaming service Travel Light? Travel Light and oh see what came up. And JJ Kale came up. That's brilliant. Mate, this is how it works now. This is the best thing. You can... So, you know, I've decided uh, for one of these future ones, we're going to do Jamie versus John. Where no. I'm going to pick all songs that have got something to do with Jamie or James or something. Right. And you can pick all songs that have got something to do with John. Right. Okay. And we can fight for each other's corners. Just putting Jamie in is hilarious. You get like 40,000 songs back. So you get a um, theme from Jamie and the Magic Torch. Uh, I think you get Jamie's Crying by Van Halen is probably the first song oh, that comes no, up. I've never heard of it. Oh, okay. Well... That's, that's spoil that one then. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, just being able to put something in. And so you do not you, travel light. Is that what you're saying? No, I'm saying that's something I have done quite well. Oh. So that whole idea about um, don't hang on to much, don't have a, you know, try not to have too much emotional baggage. You know, if something's not working, just don't worry about it. Move on. You know, don't get into too much debt. Stay flexible. That whole thing. And and to be honest with you, and, uh, do you, you think, do you think that's quite a male thing though? Um, because because what you, what you've just said is basically what I think. 
Um, do you know what? Honestly, um, I think that a lot of... Can you have a can? Here I do, out. I do. This yeah. is good, by the way. It's nice, isn't it? The, the Stockade Brewing Company. So if we ever do anything ale. about sponsorship, the Stockade Brew Company have got a great one called Refreshing Ale. Mm. It's very nice. It's excellent. Yeah, um, refreshing. Good, well done. Um, you know, I, you know, I've told you about my dad's rules for me when I was young. I, I must have told you this before. No, you probably haven't, but go on. So he went... He, he realised quite early on that I was heading, if not off the rails, then certainly off to one side of them. Um, <laughs> and he had these rules. So it was, uh, don't, get, don't get your ear pierced. Don't ride a motorbike. Right. Don't get, don't get a girl pregnant. Don't get a tattoo. Right. And he sat me down and explained all of them. And it was, oh, yeah, that does sound And it was yeah, basically, yeah. although it was all about keep yourself... Keep your options open. Right. But if you get a tattoo, you know, his view was that limits your options. Yeah. You know, if you get your ears pierced or you fall off a motorbike or, you know, or you, you get, you know, a girl pregnant at the age of, you know, 16, then, it, you know, it's, the idea is, you know, you've limited your options. Yeah. And I'm sure a lot of why I've stayed light for want of a better word and and oh i I explained the children thing before but you know dad was like if you get a child this is what childbirth is like this is what you know having kids is like you know it ruins your life it's terrible because he he basically was it was convinced that i was sleeping with every girl in the neighborhood and eventually i was going to come home with a child Uh, and he was only right about one of those two bouncing um yeah and so um i'm sure that the reason i don't want children is because oh, I'm, I'm scared the living shit at me for, for, for quite a long time it's a long conversation i mean if you were if you, if you think about percentage wise what percentage could you could you assign to how you were brought up or anything that your parents ever said to you in terms of your psyche and your psychology it would be more than half yeah of course it would it would be like 60 75 yeah i mean d- does that scare the shit out of you because you are now you are now indoctrinating a young being yes it does scare the shit out of me and i'm very conscious of it because don't worry dad's coming up soon so i'll be mentioning my father soon um uh of course <laughs> of course dad's coming up soon don't worry yeah, yeah but pretty much the whole list is to do with well i could blame well, that on my mother and, and, and my father and, and i'm joking mother. and, and, and what well, you're not getting your music shop into it if only they listen to more jazz well <laughs> <laughs> no but I'll, I'll come to it but, um, but, but but yeah it's very i mean it is but by the way I'm, I'm not saying any of that was actually that wrong no um Although, but, it, but it is what it is. Although, for the record, I did end up riding my bike and getting my a did pierced. Did you get your ears pierced? It wasn't my ear, no. As you know, it wasn't oh, my ear. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's right. Yeah, I did get my stomach pierced when it was... Look, it was cool in the UK. I admit it's not... Did you get your nipples done? No. No. Oh, that's my brother. Okay. No. Okay, good. I, I, I didn't. Yeah, yeah. Remember we, we, we kind of did it for a bit of a bet. But I, I left mine in. For, I probably left mine in for twelve months, which is it just which, horrible. Mate, it was just it was just a joke. It just looked like it was just barbaric. Yeah, it was it a joke. Just, your belly button looked like the end of a bull's nose. It, it was, was hilarious. Just, it was just the worst thing in the world. But you know what? Who gives yeah, a shit? Crazy yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, young. Who gives a crap? In exactly. fact, maybe, who would give a crap now? No, no, no one cares. Yeah. Um, but I think that's it. And, and look, I don't. I don't think necessarily that's bad, right? Most no. of the stuff he said was, you know, keep your options open. Don't. Don't no. have children. Don't have children. But the but the funny thing is, then you know, I've always been, you know, don't don't have too much debt. You know, don't carry around too much baggage. If things are not working out, don't worry about it. Just kind of move on and everything else. You know, but at the same time, 
do you have yeah. a, do you ever ever have moments of self-reflection about the kids thing i'm not going to say regrets any moments of going well eh. no okay um okay, fine. honestly no it, it, it is um and it's really odd because you know we're starting to get to the point where we're starting to look forward you know when, when you're always looking backwards but we're starting to look forward and go well you know at some point we're going to retire and then you know a bit after that we're going to be you know in a home which is apparently awful according to all all, all the press and i mean it's horrific and you always think oh you know that's when you start thinking oh if only i have kids that could come and visit me and everything else you're like you can't have kids just so you're not lonely when you're you're older that's that's not the right reason to have kids you, you want to bring something into the life you want, yes. you, you want to you know but Maybe I'm just I've just got a tiny ego and I don't feel the need to uh, you know. No, um. <laughs> no, I, I I don't know. There's oh, the kids thing is a strange one because it's you don't have children or I don't think the reason we we had our little one was well he's not so little anymore he's getting older but it wasn't so he could look after us it was because we thought that would be quite a good cool thing to do and it has transpired to be so thus far. Um, Mate, it, it's it, someone. Someone once said something to me, which I thought was brilliant. He's like, having kids is a bit like Mercedes, which is a weird thing. Right. Uh, when you're younger, they're German. an old, they're an old man's car, right? Right. Just an old man car, no interest in, what's, in them whatsoever. When you're, you're in your teens, you know, your twenties, even your thirties, and then one day you look at them and go, hmm, wouldn't mind a Merc. Hmm. I don't know what it is that changes from they're an old man's car to you want one. Yeah. And he said, kids were like that for me. One day I didn't want kids. And then the next day I started looking at children going, I'd quite like a child. It just happens. And for me, it just didn't. I, I don't know whether... I'm, I'm not saying, by the way, that dad's scaring the shit out of me as, as a child is what made me do that. Maybe I just... Maybe just no one in my, in my family ever, you know, we've never had particularly maternal, paternal instincts, maybe. I've no idea. <laughs> maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just an evolutionary cul-de-sac. But, but the funny thing is, though, John, you're very good with kids. And I know loves of people have oh, said I love that kids. Too. Yeah, I love, yeah. I, 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 you know, liking something and wanting one is not the same thing. <laughs> you know, I mean, there's many things that I like a lot that I wouldn't necessarily want to have one at home. So anyway, moving to me? Yeah. So... Uh, lovely segue about talking about fathers and dads. Don't listen to dad's career advice. <laughs> so I suppose a segue, segue from the music shop thing, which I suppose is, is related to. So when I was, um, uh, so when I was, mm. oh, man, we're talking about 11, 12, hold on, hold on, 12, 13, I wanted to be a gamekeeper. Yes. So, and I think I've told you this before, probably haven't never said it on the podcast before. Gamekeeper is one that manages estates, country estates, you know, the, the, the animal populations there on in, rivers, pheasants, ducks, blah, blah, blah. You blah. wanted to wear tweeds and shoot I things did, for a I living. I did, I did. That's probably why I have proclivity towards tweed, actually. Um, but I wanted to do that. And I got very, very close to actually applying to the big college in the UK, the Sparshot College, uh, which is where you go if you want to be a gamekeeper. Yep. And it's like a degree you do anyway and i was doing all the right things when i was a young lad well a young teenager i was i was getting to know all the gamekeepers on the estate that we lived on i was helping so i was doing all the stuff that would have definitely got me in yep because my school grades were going to be fine and i was doing the work experience thing and i would have got in and it would have been an absolute shoe in and i would have got in there and who would who knows what would have happened but dad god rest his soul um 
kind of challenged me a little bit and they said well why, why do you want to do that why don't you do something more around the scientific side of animals like so why don't you study animals i was like well okay all right and ended up doing zoology yep at university which is has done me no favors whatsoever <laughs> because i'm a recruitment <laughs> consultant well, you, well, well project well, manager now well yeah but i was about to say you you wanted to study animals in a scientific manner so you went into recruiting that's right which that's is right. You know. uh, so, so, so I ended up doing recruitment for many, many years, and and again, you know, no. How no. I've, I've I've often noticed how the fuck does people do people get? You know, people have a plan. So you, it sounds like you actually had a plan for something you wanted to do, mm. and then just didn't do it, right? That's right. Which is same as same as me. Once I found out that Steve Harris was definitely staying in Iron Maiden, my my, yeah. my career plan went out the window as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, but I don't know how people do that. I I I've never made a conscious decision about my career in my life oh as in you don't understand how people just go i want to do this and i will do it i i i studied economics um because i actually went in to do accounting because dad's friend had a uh uh dad's friend was an accountant and had a very nice car and i figured well because i didn't know anything and i figured well that's what you do it was it was the 80s you know um anyone with a nice car that looks like a good job i'll go and do that and i didn't mind math so i went to, to do accounting took one one course and went well that's absolutely bullshit um so I went to economics which i figured was kind of the same thing really wasn't and ended up basically in, in it somehow no i no. mean but for, you know in finance it but still in it um but very, i think very rarely how, how people... is that a thing because i couldn't give two two shits about it no i know but, but very rarely do you come out of school or university going <laughs> I want to do this and I will do it. I think it's more the how, the creative types that do. How that. would you have blended being a gamekeeper with looking after you know bands on the weekend? I think it would have been you know a mixture of country folk rock festivals <laughs> with a with a with a rich tradition of having animals in the the the, the close proximity of the, was, the stage. Was country house one of yours? <laughs> <laughs> but that's not the, that's not the first time. That my dad did that. There was another. There was a second time. So right. he said, "You should do that." And I went, "All right, Dad, I'll go and do that." So I did zoology. Came out of university, not having a clue. You know, led me down to London to the music shop thing that I talked about, and then I fell into recruitment. I did that for. Um, so this was ninety six. Uh, so it would have been four years, mm -hmm. four approximate years. I went home one sort of week for it was Christmas or something like that. I went to see dad and I was like, because my dad was a doctor, which I think I've mentioned before. So he was a doctor, in, then he in, was a in, fish in, farmer and then he was a doctor again. In, in between raising goats and, and, yeah. and, and farming fish. Yeah. So he was, this was when he was his second, second go at being a doctor. And I said, I just don't, I hate recruitment. And I, I think I want to do medicine. I think I want to help people. I said this to my dad and he was like, well, being a GP is not, it's not, it's not, that's not what it is anymore. It's a business. And I was like, oh, okay, dad. All right then. So I listened to him again. And here I am. <laughs> so you could have been a doctor. <laughs> so I could have been a doctor. You could have been a doctor. And I would have got into university because uh, I would have got back into medicine because I did animal biology, which is the first two, three years, pretty much. So I would have the physiology, all that sort of stuff. So I would have only have had to have done another four years. I mean, still another four years. I could have been a doctor. But then I would never have come to Australia. But you could just call yourself a doctor, like Dr. Phil yeah, or yeah, yeah. Dr. Dre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dr. Barker. Yeah. Dr. Barker's got a beautiful ring to it. That would be a great handle, Dr. Barker. 
So there you go. Don't listen to your dad's career advice by Jamie Barker. Uh, and, and in my case, don't listen to dad's advice on children because it'll scare the shit that's out it. of you. So really, everything that's so, ever happened to us is really our father's fault. Well, <laughs> no, I, I don't like swimming because of Jaws. I know I don't like swimming because of you water. Know, you, you know, well, yeah, that as well. <laughs> I, I've, I've said this a number of times. If you put me 500 metres offshore, I would die. I, mean, I, I, I would I, die in a puddle. I, I, yeah, I've, I mean, I, I would, I would lose my shit. Well, no, I nearly died. I did nearly die in water. So, I mean, that that probably doesn't help either. It, it, really examining it, each other's psyche. Yeah, it's good. This, it's you know, th- th- places you've nearly Let's died. Just try not to cry. Okay. okay. Good. Good. Okay. Good. Don't worry. So, are you going to play a song now? Yes, I am. And then, based on the the, the title of the song, you'll go. Because there's only five. I'd like to put. Uh, I'll read you out the names of the five and this is not a playlist you'd normally expect together The Make Believes which was the first one JJ Kale the next one is Gangstar oh yeah I like Gangstar uh, Tom Petty followed by Mike Snow <laughs> mm-hmm. which is again not usually how they go together anyway uh, Gangstar there we go Is this Jazzmataz? Is it Jazzmataz? From the album Jazzmataz. Jazzercise? Oh uh, no. Family and loyalty, it sounds. That could be quite a deep one. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. Wow, we are getting deep. Number three. Family loyalty. Be loyal. Be loyal. Be to loyal. your family. No, just loyal. Okay. Just be loyal. Um, I think you are an extremely loyal person. Uh, I, thank you. That's very nice. Well, why Why are you bringing this up? Because um, it's important. It is really important. So I'm trying to go back and educate my 16-year-old child. Oh, yeah, my 16-year-old yeah. self. self. Yeah. Right. So do you think you weren't that loyal back in your younger years? No, I think... Um, so we'll talk, about, we'll talk about something else after this, which is I have... Um, but loyalty is hyper-important to me and people who are not loyal I don't really have any time for Um, and I mean it it underpins everything one of the um, you know do you think I'm loyal yeah incredibly loyal okay good yeah I mean more more than anyone else I know that's why I'm right okay no 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 no. I know I know and the reason I ask that is because I know I know that you would like me to be more available than I am but I'm never not loyal no, I would. I, I mean, mate, you, 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 you may have noticed you have a child. They're, 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 I noticed it today. They're, they're quite time consuming. <laughs> I know, I know. I just want to check. I, I, I assumed you thought I was loyal, mm. but I am very loyal. But this is one of the things, right? Over time, naturally, people tend to have less and less friends and tend to be the ones who are loyal that you keep. Right? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Um, if you're not prepared to sacrifice pe- things for people, then you can't expect to be, you know, you can't expect them to want to spend time with you and, and vice versa, right? One of the. Um, it, it, but it's not just family and friends and it's the, the thing I actually want to talk about which is um, it's about the people you represent so both my current role and the one I had when I was back at my last company I got basically um, told that I was I spent too much time standing up for my people and not enough time getting stuff the management wanted done done. Yeah, so you the climbing the ladder stuff. And I find that abhorrent. Yeah, 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 yeah. I yeah. mean, again, I know, look, I know, I know, I was brought up in Yorkshire, and I know I was brought up in a working class neighbourhood where everyone was a member of a union, and you know, you were. It was always about loyalty, right? 
and I know that's different to how a lot of people, yeah, partic- particularly people here locally, were were, were brought up, where there's, there's a lot less of that. But for me, one of the most fundamental problems I think we have in um, society at the moment is is what this sort of hyper, you know, um, this neoconservative, yeah. you know, no, no. Um, what what's the other the other words? This, this sort of, you know, this. Uh, profit over everything approach has yep. done to people. You know the fact that companies now are not loyal to. You know, I mean, not the companies ever really have been, but that's what the po- the point of unions was is to make sure that it was always shared. Yeah. You know, the spoils were always shared, and the problem now is that that's not how it works. You know, we've got a society where everything kind of goes to the top few percent. Yeah. Companies treat. You know. Yeah, you know, it, it always used to be the the HR department. It, it was always a terrible thing when they called that because it was it's resources. We're resources. We're just things to be exploited. Yeah, and I I, I think it, it's absolutely abhorrent this idea that you know I get pulled aside. I mean, I've got a team of nearly fifty now. Yeah, and my primary job, as far as I'm concerned, each day is to make sure they're all right. And they've they and, you know and their mental health is taken care of, their physical health is taken care of. That you know, I'm looking after everything they need to do their job. Yeah. And if there's any blo- blockers, then it's your job. I mean, to once you you know, it, and I think this is this thing where we've stopped this idea that people who manage other people, you know, we need to stop the idea that they also have a job. Their job should be mm. looking after those other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But more and more it isn't, and it's that that lack of loyalty to not only to our friends and family, but also to the people we represent, is, I think... So, so, so I'd go back and say, right, by the way, this is going to fuck up your life. It's going to ruin your career prospect, but for fuck's sake, be loyal. Um, because it's just... It is. It is it's so, so do you think... So from a work I, I, perspective... I, I, told you, I told you about my last, my last job. You know why I left, left my last job? Mm-hmm. Apart from the fact it was working me into the ground and I... You know, I, yeah. I, I, How's it going so far? The, the, the new one's going well. Uh, I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, but I, I, I left because it was bonus time, and um, Sydney, obviously, for a large international, it was a small company, and my boss wanted to give my guys nothing in, in bonuses because he didn't think he didn't think it was that important that they got a bonus. And I dug my heels in and said, "No, they deserve a bonus." Blah 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 blah. And he said, "He said, well, here's the pool of money that I'm giving." your team if you give it to your team you don't get any and i figured he was just bullshitting i was like that's fine no problem so he said okay and then come bonus time i got literally zero yeah. so he he was not loyal to me yeah. i was loyal to my people he I didn't know. give a shit and so you know a few weeks later when i i left he was like i don't understand why you're leaving and i was like you fucking mad yeah 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 and that that inability for people to understand that their first loyalties to the people you know to you should look after the people who need looking after before you look after, you know, the needs of, of an enormous, great, big conglomerate. Um, I, I grew up in the wrong time. I should have been in the 70s. I'd have been a union leader. <laughs> mate, you would have been uh, Arthur Scargill's right-hand man. I've told you, mate, the, 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 one of the biggest influences on me is, is seeing people, you know, during um, losing their, their uh, livelihoods and people losing their houses and mm. getting kicked out. It, it's one of the reasons why I'm so conservative with money. Yeah. Um, and I don't like debt. No, mate, I think you're very loyal. Um, I can't comment on that from a work perspective, but you obviously just demonstrated that. But I, it's one of the many, like, it's one of the many, it's one of the few things that really matters to me is loyalty to family, friends, everything. Yeah. Not so much to job stuff. I mean, that, well, that usually, if you do a half-decent job, that usually takes care of itself. 
but um, but, but but again it's it, you know you if you've got a team or or a group that you're working in and and you know you Look, as human beings, we are we are wired a certain way, and pretending that we're not doesn't help, right? Mm. Um, you know, because of our physical makeup, we're wired to look after our family and ourselves first. You know, our pack. You know, whether that's yeah. whether that's you know people you've chosen or people you're with or yeah. people you work with every day or whatever it is next, and then everyone else flat last, right? That's that's how we work. That's how. You know that's how animals in general work, right? Yeah. We we look after our our the people closest to us to us first, right? Yeah. But that's just not the way that um, you know, particularly now with neoliberalism, that's not how it works. You know, our first duty is to our our shareholders, and then next to our clients, and last to our the people we work with. Yeah. And that's the problem. It it pits the you know the the stated objectives of the company against what people feel naturally. And I think there's a lot of people who kind of are, are probably perfectly reasonable people at home yeah who at work just seem to think that you know it's, it's, it's not it's not personal it's business yeah and i keep saying i mean it's one everyone says it's not personal it's business that's yeah. true but it is personal mm. i spend more time with the people i work with at home than i do with my wife yeah well unless i'm asleep i guess but yeah you know. yeah, yeah. yeah um anyway that's good be loyal be loyal my lord listen to the weather out there it is horrific this, uh, hopefully this will come out all right. Let me just check the radar. No, I've, I've, every time we've said it's raining, or we don't, I don't even hear the planes that much. It's really bad. <laughs> is this radar bad? Uh, yeah, it's not great. Um, okay. Is, is there anything in this garage we can fashion a makeshift um, raft out of? That's fine. I, the, I think we'll be okay. There's, there's about eight metres between here and the house, so we're going to have to get back somehow. All right, okay. Go. So I have got, and this is probably quite predictable, I've got fitness Oh, because there was a number of years where I did not do any of that sort of stuff. Just, just dancing, well, dancing on tables at the uh, the end of end of an evening count as fitness. Yeah, well, no, not really. So then, okay, was, then you did do none of that. So yeah. I was a bit of a a keen sportsman when I was at school and university for the first year. So cricket, football, basketball. That was my main three. Uh, all at school. I love the fact you're into basketball. It still makes me giggle. I know. I know. Um, I've got all the sneakers, and <laughs> and then the first year, <laughs> and none of the heights. And then the first year at university, kind of kept it up. And then apart from football, where I played for my my brother's football team, uh, I kind of gave it up. Generally, yep. Fitness until Jude was born. So that's 1997 to 2016. Yeah, but there was a lot of incidental exercise in the middle. Yeah, right. What would you mean by that? Well, I mean, you know, I, 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 I've said this before, but I... Same. So I, I, I did... I was quite sporty when I was young. I, apparently, I've, someone told me this the other day. Apparently, some of my records at, at school still stand. right. Which is interesting. No, right. I was never that good. But but which is you no, know, which is, but I, I just shot up when I was young and then and then stopped growing when I was about twelve. So, you know, I've been sort of this height. I've just got wider since then, um, broader. So so I was very sporty when I, when I was young, and, and like you, I then kind of got into my um, 
boozing and shagging years, and then um, <laughs> I, I definitely did the boozing one. Yeah, um, I did try the other thing, but I, just, I, I mean that's incidental exercise. But you know, it, it, it doesn't make up for not running on the weekends. Um, but then when I came to Australia, I, I started going out clubbing. And I'm sorry, but I've never been thinner in my entire life. I, I was also cycling during the day because I wasn't working for a little while. Um, I do remember but, when but, I first but, met it, you, and you were barely there. Mate, if you go, <laughs> if you go out. You know, and get to a club at I don't know ten, eleven o'clock at night, and dance till six in the morning. You'll do more exercise than I would normally do in, in, in an average month. You'll there definitely is, shed some kilos. Yeah, it, it, it's. I've said this. What they should do is all the over fifties should start clubbing again, because by the time we we, we hit fifty, you know, you, you, actually this is this is the hilarious bit. Someone was playing something the other day, and it was from like just around two thousand. Right. And they're saying, I love all this really historic music. And I, it was somebody in Surrey Hills. I was like, what? And then I realised <laughs> it, it's a bit like us listening to Vera Lynn or something, yeah. you know. Um, I, know. I know, it's it's like... But it would be retro. We should we just should, should do retro clubbing. When, when COVID's gone, we'll do retro clubbing. Do you feel old yet? Uh, today? Yes. Just generally? Yeah, yeah, of course I do. I don't. And I'm 46, you're... You're a couple of years older than me. Yep. I don't feel old, but I I look at the working the workforce when I well obviously not at the moment but with the few times that I've been in back into the office, and they're all in their twenties, uh, and and I and I just find that mental the fact that I am twenty twenty to twenty five years older than yep. the majority of the workforce in my company. I find that staggering. It's but I mean. You know, the question is, where's where's everyone else? Exactly. Oh, oh, sorry. There we go. He's there. He's there. Anyway, sorry. Go back to my fitness thing for a yeah, second. Yeah. So back to fitness. So 2016. So there was a gap, a and, significant and gap. And you're now running like a lunatic. Yeah. So there was a 20-year gap where I didn't really do much. I was relatively sedentary, which wasn't good. And especially when Jude was born, we, you know, you go into hibernation. You basically do not go out. You get takeaways, and, and I got incredible. I mean, I was pretty fat anyway, but I got very fat. But then I kind of got back into shape, and, and I'm a bit of a runner now. And but you did, so you did 18K the other day? Is I did that, 18K. Is, the is other that the longest you. That's the longest I've ever run. Right. Yeah, and it was brutal. I, I, I told Maddie that you'd done 18K. And he called me. Uh, did he? Yeah, I haven't <laughs> Yeah, he called me. Well, he, he's been looking for someone to give him a bit of a nudge to get on because yeah, he, no, he he, call, he's doing the same run as you. He called me the next day and he goes, um, no, he's not actually. He's doing a different one. Oh, but, but, right, but he's still doing a half marathon. And he said, um, have you got like a running a, a plan? And I was like, no, not really. Yeah, run. Yeah, Go out running. Run, Boris, run. <laughs> um, so he basically, we've said to, I've said to he said, look, once I get up to sort of 10Ks and stuff like that, then we'll go for a run, which would be great because it'd be great to yeah. hang with him. But, you know, there is a good 20-year gap there where I should have done more. And it will inevitably have an impact on my, my time on this earth. No, actually, apparently, if, if, you, if you start running consistently or start exercising consistently like you are doing now, mm. at any point, kind of sort of stops the clock and can wind it back quite a bit. Okay, great. So, so you, you could... But what about the alcohol? You could be all right. No, the, no look, the reality is... Um, so I, I, I went for a full set of tests recently because Paula said to me, you should go and get a full set of tests. And you, you know I've got high cholesterol. So she gave, oh, she, yeah. she gave, she gave, me, gave me a test for everything apart from cholesterol, which is really weird. So I've got to go back and do that. Um, 
And it's amazing. My liver function comes back as excellent. Excellent. Which I can only assume is... is You've be- got uber liver. I think it's because it's had so much exercise over time that it's just... It's had to get good to survive. It's just had to adapt. It has to. It's, it's basically natural <laughs> selection of your liver. So, uh, I mean, because I expected it to come back as, you know, your, your liver is basically a pea-sized liver surrounded with, by a fatty core. That's right. Um, but apparently yeah. it's, it's... Foie gras would mock you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, you've, you've got three weeks left, but the good news is that your wake's going to be very tasty. Um, it's, yeah, it's, um, it, it, it's staggering that my liver's all right. So, uh, anyway, the liver regenerates. You can cut half the liver off, it regenerates in three months. Yeah, no, it's, but it's well, so, the, the, the liver is usually fine. The kidneys, not so much, and everything else can usually get a bit fucked. But, but I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to, you know, finding out what's going to do me in. Because, you know, because at the moment it's just a bit of a gamble. But I, mate, I'm the same. I, I, I've I cycled most of my life. I'm, but you're I, back I, into it now. You have been for the few years. Yeah, I've, I've, done, I've done quite a bit. But I, I only do... An, uh, I, I keep telling you, I listen to this. I'll be, I'll be listening to this conversation next week. Right. Cycling around the park. So this has kept you fit, this podcast? Uh, honestly, it stops me from getting bored because I go out for a couple of hours. So I can get through kind of one and a half podcasts. It's like you're there with me. It's nice. Right. Now listen. Yeah. Over to you. I think we should do one more because we're coming up to an hour. Are we? So choose your last one. And right. I think that will be sufficient because I think if we go any longer, we're just going to bore people. So Fair enough. choose. Is that okay? Does that put us? No, that's fine. Works? That's yeah. fine. Okay. Uh, right. I'll, I'll find the music. No, I've opened WhatsApp. That doesn't help. I've put WhatsApp and Spotify right next to each other. They're both green. It causes problems. Oh my lord! They're just the the, the concern. What's that called? Time to move on. Right. Okay. Right. We're into the deep stuff now. Okay. Okay. All the worst bits of my life <laughs> always have been when I haven't got off my ass and moved on quick enough. All of them. Right, that is quite deep, John. Jesus. It right, is, okay. really. So if I could, again, could okay. tweak one thing, go back to 16 and say, cheer up. Yeah. And cheer up and? And be positive. And the other thing is, learn to move on quicker, yeah, for yeah. fuck's when sake. When it's going bad, don't hang around. Be um, polite. Be polite. Explain your exit. And I'm, fuck I'm off. Fuck off. <laughs> Because it is, it's it's ridiculous. Like every, I mean, you mm. know, my current relationship. Yeah, your jobs. Awesome. Yeah, your, your, no, no, no. We'll come to that in a second. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. My current relationship. Awesome. You know, you, you, when you meet someone who accepts you for who you are and kind of, you know, without being smushy, kind of, you know, kind of makes you a better person. Awesome. Fantastic. Everyone up to that point. What you should do is get to a point and go. Actually, this isn't going to work out. I should cut and run nice and early. Yeah. What have I done? Never done that. Right. I've always stayed around until things are, you know, way past when either of us are getting anything out of it. I've, I've been, you know, as, as a human being, distinctly subpar <laughs> uh, at the tail end of many of my relationships. What do you mean, John? Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's my, by far my biggest failure. I don't like confronting people. I don't like telling people things aren't working out. It's, it's it, yeah, so I, that, that would be good. And jobs even more so. Way, way more so. 
every job I've left since the first one where I got made redundant in the end, which yeah. is a shame, every job I've left since then, I've basically waited till it's almost killing me yeah, yeah. before I leave. Yeah. You know, when, when I worked the, um, uh, I, I won't name names, but the one before this, the number of hours I was working, yeah. you know, I, I wasn't sleeping and everything else, and that was, I mean, that was un, un relentingly bad and, and and it's kind of similar now right uh it's not as bad now it's not right. far off okay. um it's, it's the pressure now the the, the stress is, is is bad but if you think about the relationship thing right it potentially if you had been like that previously it might not have got to you got to where you are now which is where you with your well, that's with the problem with all of these the problem with all these is your, the problem is if you go back and you say you fix yourself at 16 you might not end up as happy as you are now Right. Yeah, so, so maybe actually the, the right answer is don't do anything. Or if I'm going to go back, just tell myself to buy Bitcoin, um, <laughs> and therefore, and therefore, everyone would be exactly the same. I'd just be wealthy. Um, yeah. But no, I mean, you know, the, the work thing. You know, the, the last one, you know, was was bad. The one before that, I was traveling so much. I, I, I've told you this a couple of times. Um, I, I woke up and I didn't know where I was more than once in a month. And I had to call down to the you front desk of the hotel. You travel ho- a lot, didn't you? I had to call down to the front desk of the hotel to work out where I was. And when I got, I'd been at home for a little while and I woke up and I looked around and I was like, oh, and I was looking for the phone by my desk to work out so I could call up and find out where I was and realise I was at home. It's a very strange existence. That's bad. That, I mean, yeah. it's genuinely, genuinely bad. Um, you know, but... That, that that's it. I mean, you know, and then every time when I have done it, when every time I've just been decisive, even bloody impulsive sometimes. Yeah. Like when I left the UK, job was fine. I, yeah, I was just in a, a shitty position in my personal life because of what happened with Miles and a few other things. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. and and I just went right, fuck this, I'm going. I'm yeah. just going to do something else and see how. And it worked out. It worked out to be one of the best decisions I've ever made. Yeah, yeah. So when when you do do things early and you know maybe a bit impulsively, everything always seems to work out. If you leave it for too long, you end up, you know, um, it ends up being a complete and utter disaster. Um, so, so me moving to Australia was one of the most impulsive things I've ever done. Yeah. So, so probably similar to you. Like, I, it was meant, I mean, I, was, I had a panic attack at Heathrow. I called one of my best mates going, this is silly. What, am I, what the fuck am Why? I doing? What Why? am I doing? I was extremely hungover, though, so for, that, that probably didn't help. Um, but, but, yeah, I know. But, but, yeah, okay. So, that's, so again, that, that's the one thing I teach myself. So, Move on quicker, and when it's not working, and you know when it's not working, yeah, do because all I mean all the darkest or most awful bits of my life have been when you know I really should have, you know, <laughs> called time on things a lot. You know, both from work and personal, and you know, places I've lived and everything else. You know, I think you know. So there we go. There we go. That's that's my. Mate, I think that's excellent. Have you got any more? I mean, I'm, I'm, I've got more, but I, but I think, you know, it's coming up to an hour. I think this is a good length of podcast. But if you've got something else you would like to talk about. Uh, no, that's fine. I'm happy with that. Do you want to play one more song? I'll play a song. Yeah? Okay. Uh, I'll play a song. All right. What, what would you like? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, all your songs have been, uh, you know, sort of themes to your life lessons. Well, well, well the last one was going to be make the most of places while you're there. Because... Okay. I've, I've spoken about this before, but I, I lived in the UK for a long time. I was really lucky with travel right. when I was there, particularly when I was working for Pat. Got to travel all over Europe, um, South and we're, uh, we're and, and 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 South America and, and the States. But you in South America as well. Yeah, Tell me that Sao Paulo. I had five weeks in Sao Paulo. It, it, God damn it! Awesome. Really? Yeah. 
Better than South Africa? No, nothing. Nothing will ever be better than South Africa. That was the most <laughs> not even Newcastle. That uh, <laughs> no, not even Newcastle. Um, South Africa was 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 amazing. That, that I've never had so much fun. I've never, I've, I've never kind of got back on a plane while I'm leaving, going, how the fuck did I get away with that? You know. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, that that was the other thing. But but you know, I, I lived there for ages, and I, did, I number of times I've been to Wales in my life. One. Yeah. Right. One. How was that a thing? Where did you go? Cardiff. Cardiff. Yeah. We went for went for a, a party in Cardiff. How can I have lived next to Wales? Scotland's the same. I, I used to. I had a girlfriend from Scotland, so we used to go up a little bit. But we always just went to Edinburgh. No, I've been right. to, apparently I've been to Glasgow once with mum and dad when I was like twelve. Um, but you know, Scotland's beautiful. I've only yeah. been to. I, I'm from Ireland. My family's from oh, Ireland. That's right. Yeah. I've yeah, only yeah. been once for a stag do. Is that your mum's side or your dad's side? Mum's. Oh, that's right. The Mulkeens from County Mayo. Aye. Um, so I, I, you know, and that, in writing that, that made me realise I've really got to see more of Oz, because my mum and dad have seen a lot more of this country than I have. Yeah, but they're retired though. That's different. Yeah, but I, I mean, you know, every time we go on holiday, we go to Europe they're, they're spending or your Asia, or they go off and mate, that's entirely okay. <laughs> so right, uh, play one more song. So, so that was the song. The song was. Trust you every move. Make the most of it. Yeah. Nope. Mike Snow. Here you go. Anyway. That is All the way right. the cookie crumbles when it's straight from the oven, apparently. So you're going to talk about baking? No. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Learn to bake. <laughs> <laughs> That's well, look, well that's, maybe do you know what? Maybe we should do a follow up with this one because there's obviously more to be said. But um, I, you know, we're, we're kind of. I'll tell you what. We'll, we'll do that, and I'll bake you a different cookie that represents each, each each one. I love a bit of sourdough, so maybe. A you, you know, Matt's sourdough. making his own sourdough. His tofu. Sourdough. He's making his own sourdough. Yeah, but he's got loads of time on his hands. I, oh, I know, but he's making his own sourdough. It's amazing. It's that's really good. All right. Okay, so we're going to say goodbye now. Fine. Okay, so that was great. I think that was good. We'll, 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 well, I'll tell you when I've been for a ride around the park yeah, for a yeah, little we'll, bit. We'll, we'll have a listen we'll, back, and when you, if it's any good, it will go out. So if it's not, you guys will never know this. So yeah, fine. See how we go. I like that. Okay, say goodbye, John. Cheers, mate. Bye bye. <laughs>